sure. Like random, just let's hop on live and talk about what we're going to talk about anyways. Right. Other people might benefit. Why not? Right. Exactly. So uh, we are live, ladies and gents. Um, I've never met Marissa before. We've <laughs> connected via social media. And uh, a couple of days ago, we we're like, hey, we need to talk a little bit more about what's going on with this whole podcasting space. Right. And then uh, we we're going to talk right now. And I was like, hey, do you want to stream this and just record it? And she was like, I'm down. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. Yes. So the beauty I'm of put, spontaneity. Dude, that's what it's about. <laughs> just relax, have a good time, and talk. All right. right so, uh, shoot, I'll let you start off. You had questions, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I just wanted to talk to you, one, about podcasting. Um, I am a LinkedIn strategist that focuses on personal brands and, you know, solopreneurs, people that work um, on themselves. And since last year, I've been, well, no, the year before that, I podcasted uh, just audio only. And then last year, August, I launched a podcast with a friend of mine who is kind of in a similar space, but um, it's a different brand. And, you know, we're, we're learning. Uh, we kind of went through like the agile model so like we're going to launch a podcast this is the logo we're going to launch with let's try it recorded let's try it live like we've kind of really kind of dabbled in all of that just to really make sure we're one doing it consistently and two um, learning along the way like what's the best process for a collaboration podcast um, Dude, the hardest so part I've, I've seen so far when it comes to to podcasting is mm -hmm. the consistency factor like one person's going to be super down to do it on a regular basis. The other one says they're down, but kind of doesn't really want to. Life starts to get in the way and yeah. I got to reschedule. That sort of thing. That sort of mm -hmm. thing happens. Like when we first, when we first started, I told James we were doing a podcast. He was like, <laughs> so you know how we do the whole, the whole business bros. Yeah. Yeah. So that came because I told him we we're going to do a podcast. So we sat down and recorded like three or four episodes. Mm -hmm. But he's like, dude, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have a beer. So one beer turned into two beers, like three or four episodes in to recording. And we started yeah. doing business, bros. I thought it was freaking hilarious. And we just <laughs> stuck with it. So that that's where it came from. And he sort of grew into it over time. And now he's mm -hmm. like, now he's bought in. But right. that's kind of a lucky thing because it could have went the other way. He could have not bought into it right. and then would have started running into the same issues that, that you're having where, you know, yeah. things start skipping out. Yeah. And I think it's, um, you know, it's funny that you say like it, it took him a while to buy in. And I think that's uh, one of the main reasons why a lot of people don't start it mm -hmm. and they don't learn like what's the best method for them because one, they're either too afraid to kind of like get started because they're so caught up in like the, um, the questions that need to be answered. Like, how, what am I going to do? Am I going to do it live? Am I doing a recording? Is it audio only? Like, how do I look? What is my camera? Like, all of those questions have passed my, through my brain and I'm sure through yours as well. Um, but then they don't get started and then it doesn't happen. Right. Or they're like, why don't I have an audience? So I, I've been a fan lately of this lady named uh, Brene Brown. She studies oh, yeah. shame, right? You heard of Brene? Yes. So I she has her. a podcast that she recently started like, like a month ago. Right. And so I was listening to her first episode today and she had this thing called the FFTs. 
So mm-hmm. it's the fucking first time. And that's the syndrome that a lot of people get. <laughs> what you're describing right there, that's what it is, right? It's like, mm-hmm. damn, I don't like the way I look. I sound a little funny. Is my mic plugged in the right way? Right. Is, the, is the light proper? Like, we got to kind of just get past the fact that we're going to suck at first. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect. And yeah. then, but you're doing Right. The right, doing right. is the hardest part. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you you were talking about a LinkedIn strategy, right? And mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you a little bit about that because I'm yeah. curious. I have zero LinkedIn game. Like <laughs> I have my stuff that gets posted there. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to to sign up so that I can live stream there, but that's not happening yet. Um, I have connections, I wrote a couple articles, but it's just not like my my LinkedIn game sucks, right? Mm-hmm. But I still do it. Because I know that, that once I, once I get good at, you know, okay, now my feed has some stuff going to it. Now I understand how to make a connection, like Mm -hmm. those things I can put away and I can start focusing on something to make that a little bit better. Right. Yeah. No, I think it definitely is. That's the point of starting and, or working with someone that has done it and understands, okay, this is the process and this is how much time it's going to take this is the cost or, you know, these are the tools you need to use. And I think a lot of people just get overwhelmed when they see all of that mm-hmm. because they haven't done it. Right. It's, yeah. it's not hard once you do it, but if they haven't done it yet, they're not going to either pay someone or they're just going to like forget about it. And it's definitely, um, I think that's if you're a solo business owner or you are responsible for sales in your business or something like that, it's definitely important to, you know, get started somewhere, um, mm-hmm. or even talk to someone that has done it to maybe see if that's something that you want to do, or like kind of filter through the questions on your own, you know, yeah. or with them, you know, like answer the question, ask them the questions, you know. And I think a lot of people are scared to do that. I mean, I have the same issues, you know, same uh, things that I, you know, sometimes I wake up, I'm like, oh, I don't want to work on this thing because it's like it's fearful. It's all fear fear-based you know so it is definitely tough to (laughs) conquer our fears like um Mm -hmm. if you just get a little bit better every day just a little bit better like like uh this morning like i I go run in the morning right and it freaking Mm -hmm. sucks i never want to do it right i don't wake up (laughs) and think yay today i'm gonna run this freaking sucks every single time but you know to to get somebody that has never done it before to the position where they're doing it on a regular basis it doesn't start it's not like a flip of a switch not everybody can do it that way like right. for some people it's like okay i'm going to set my alarm to today i'm going to get up at 5 a.m. the alarm goes off and you get up and you turn off the alarm and you go back to bed like you right. can quit right there or you can say you know what i set my alarm that's my first one tomorrow i'm going to try to stay up like sit up from my bed for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes and and then after you get to that point, then you're like, you know what? I'm not gonna go running yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna start to move a little bit and I'm gonna get my day going at five a.m. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I'm gonna get my gym clothes ready and and then you know maybe it takes you a week to get to the point where you go for your first run, but mm-hmm. every day you're progressively getting better. And as long as you, you know, remember that it's nothing more than a bunch of series of small wins. Like just win a little bit more every single day, then you, you'll get there. You'll right. you'll you'll become that expert and people are like, damn, you do that every single day. But it didn't start off that way. Right. It right. Didn't start yeah. Off that. I think that's, I mean, that's definitely a good point because I, I get up for my, I get up for morning walks every morning. Now I used to do like 15 minutes just to walk my dog. Mm-hmm. And now it's like 45 minutes to an hour. 
and I like oh, for a while I'm like oh, I want to sleep in like I got blackout curtains like I'm totally like yes I can just sleep in and I don't I work for myself so I don't technically have to wake up um, but now it's like something I look forward to because it's just putting me in the right mindset like you might hate running but you know how it sets the tone for the day like mm -hmm. I hate having my alarm go off at 5:45 in the morning but I love when I'm like done with my walk by like almost 7 7 30 and I'm like oh like that was awesome like I can now have my breakfast and you know start my day and like I didn't just open up my laptop and start working or you know get on the phone right away I was able to like just decompress with like nature you and know? here's here's the other thing about that, right? Mm -hmm. Like today it sucked, right? I, more than than other days. Today mm -hmm. I really was tired. Like, uh, you know, there's there's times where where when I get to bed, I try to go to bed by like nine o'clock, right? Yeah. But I got a wife, I got kids, and so okay. sometimes that doesn't happen, and I'm not in bed till like ten thirty, and my alarm goes off at four thirty in the morning. So that's not a lot of sleep, and that's cool yeah. for one day, maybe two days. By the third day, like mm -hmm. I'm. I'm pooped. Like this right. morning I was tired and I got up and I went for my run and I felt good. But what a lot of people don't know is after that, I came home and I took a, like a one hour nap. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? To, to yeah. try to recharge that battery. Yeah. And that's okay mm -hmm. too. That's mm -hmm. totally 100% fine. You don't, you're not Superman every single day. You don't have to wear mm -hmm. that badge of honor. Like I slept four hours a day, every single day for the yeah. month. Right. That's not what it's about. It's yeah. about having your routines, but it's mm -hmm. also, making sure that you listen to your body and 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 put some stuff in, in priorities. You're not going to be as effective in anything that you're doing if you're exhausted, right? right. If you're exhausted, your productivity sucks, your product mm -hmm. sucks, your service sucks. So mm -hmm. get the rest you need, but also put yourself on that calendar. Like hold yourself accountable to certain things that you're going to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely – um, something that I've learned over time working for yourself and I think a lot of people are like well how do you do that I'm like well I just do it I just keep doing it and then it becomes a habit and then it's I can't do without it really you know that's kind of with everything anything related to like business or live streaming which is where we started our podcasting and you know what you're doing you know just do it first and then learn as you go and all right, so let's get back into the nitty gritty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can philosophize all day long, right? <laughs> but uh, but what can I help you with? Yeah, so I, I did want to ask you about the automation side of it. Um, I know uh, we talked briefly about you uh, doing some like automation when they sign up. So I have some parts of that set up, but I also have an assistant that helps with the process. So I'm just wondering, um, you know, how you chose to start doing automation like what was that the tick that made you say okay like i need to set this into like an automation platform yeah and what what did you use and what made you yeah just talk about yeah, that yeah. a little bit so, so i'm a one-man band right um mm -hmm. i teach high school in the morning so uh i didn't have a, a grip of time on my day mm -hmm. um and and so i wanted to, to do this podcast thing uh, mm -hmm. only because I wanted to sell houses at first. Right. And mm -hmm. that didn't kind of pan out cause I started interviewing real estate agents and that, that kind of sucked. But, um, we did turn into an interview based platform 
And mm-hmm. so we're doing a show every day. We want to make sure that we book somebody every day. And uh, when somebody would, we would reach out to people. Literally, I would just be on Instagram talking to people or on Facebook talking to people as they mm-hmm. you know, became friends or I reached out to them and said, hey, you know, you want to be on the show? And mm-hmm. it turned into a, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minute conversation via DMs on trying to figure mm-hmm. out what time best worked for them, right? And worked right. for us. And I was like, that sucks. Like, that's mm-hmm. a lot of time consumption. And mm-hmm. it was we were conversing and engaging, not mm-hmm. so cool because I just wanted to get them on the show so I can get to know them there, not so much via DM. Right. And so, um, so we had been using a, a program called Time Trade. And so finally I got to the point where I was like, okay, look, I'm going to set the calendar. This is the day. Like, we're going to do uh, interviews Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. That's it. Like, if you can't do 4 p.m. on Monday, then find another day where you can do 4 p.m. And that's going to be the day that you're going to book it. And so we set the calendar up so that all those times were open. And and time trade was our, our go-to thing. You can use Calendly. They all do the same thing, right? Uh, so now I got to the point where, like, the DM conversations got smaller. It was like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? Or like, yes, cool. Here's the link. Book a date that works for you, mm-hmm. right? I noticed that Calendly, Time Trade, whatever, they don't allow you to capture uh, emails and export them, the contact info, export it via like CSV file. So we were getting, they do um, allow you, like you'll see it on your calendar booking. So when I get the booking from from somebody who who picks a certain time slot, it says their name, their email, their phone number. I just have to manually take that information, put it on a spreadsheet, and then I would be able to it and right. i didn't even think to do that because i you know business mindset and all i was doing it more for fun i didn't actually do it for it to build a business right um, but when i started looking at it more like a business i was like oh dang i should have been collecting all these contact mm-hmm. information um so what's the next step i started with a google form so i started with mm-hmm. here's google form you fill out your contact information and then hit submit it'll give you the link for the booking thing and then you're good to go right um but of course, Google is free. It's just not the greatest thing in the world. Right. So we kind of morphed into, okay, well, what else can we do uh, to capture information and maybe even sell some stuff, mm-hmm. right? And so I started looking into some stuff and I ended up uh, getting into ClickFunnels. Mm-hmm. And so I, I subscribed to ClickFunnels. I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to create landing pages and sales funnels and we're going to sell all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what ended up happening is I learned a bunch of stuff about ClickFunnels. I, I now, anytime I have a great idea, I can mm-hmm. create a website real quick and put the, put that stuff up. Um, but it's still, it's, I, you still hit the same speed bump that almost every single business has, which is, mm-hmm. okay, I have a store. How do you drive customers to that store? Right. Right. right? And that's always the, the problem with almost any business mm-hmm. on the that is where I solved the booking system issue. Mm-hmm. So now I created a nice landing page. It has one purpose and one purpose only to collect the information from the person who wants to be on the show. Mm-hmm. It takes that person's information. It puts it into a, a database where I can email them on a regular basis. They're also, uh, once they hit submit, they get the calendar booking link and now they can book at any time. And it's that four o'clock spot on pretty much any day. Right. So okay. they, they pick ahead of time. Our calendars open uh, eight weeks in advance. So mm-hmm. you can book up to eight weeks. And mm-hmm. lately we've been pretty booked solid yeah. through. I think um, I booked for like June or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, two days ago. 
but no. but at first it was like dang i don't have nobody for tomorrow i need to find somebody and it was like looking for somebody you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. now we're to the point where now it gets booked up in advance and, right. and that's a good thing but but it's so much easier now it's just like you need to you need to book uh, a guest on the show cool businessbros.biz slash podcast guest here's mm-hmm. the link and you know we'll we'll talk to you when we when we get closer do you have a question for you do you do you send follow-up emails to people for episodes like um like if i were on would you and then you send my episode but like do i also get because i signed up as a guest do i also get follow-up emails after the fact too like so episode 29 and on you know? yeah so that's a great question because that's that's where automation falls off for me right mm-hmm. because treat this like a business because I treated this more like a hobby. I didn't have those things set up. I'm yeah. just now starting to do that. And so I don't have email campaigns set up. I, you know, I created a course for podcasting cause that was the most thing people asked about. Right. So now I have a four week course to help you launch your own podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I have that ebook that I put together. And mm-hmm. so I created, I just finished creating sales funnel. So now I'm in the process of, okay, so let's say somebody does go to go to download my ebook now i have their contact information what do i do with that how many times do i contact them how often but all that is a process right you have to sit down and you have to type up those emails you have to set them up on timers and put them up to Mm -hmm. go out you know 30 days 20 days 15 days out from the from the day they connected with you um uh so you know all those things are like now i need Mm -hmm. to take a business and implement but i don't Mm -hmm. have that in place i have the systems to do them I just mm-hmm. haven't written it up. Yeah, you have like the, the foundation set. Yeah, I I get that. I kind of feel like, you know, people are like, oh, where's your community live? They ask me that, you know, mm-hmm. just, just a general question. And I'm like, everywhere I have, <laughs> you know, but I don't have like a one, you know, and as much as I love to sit, like I used to hate, oh, email marketing is like sucks. But it's not necessarily about email marketing. It's just having that database. Like you said, like they signed up as a guest and most likely you have some type of relationship with them. You've already talked to them now. And now you can talk to them about your course or your book or your products on your store because you got that email originally and it's in one place. So Pat, Pat Flynn has a great book called uh, Raving Fans. And, yeah. he, and he talks about the the three types of fans. So you have, mm-hmm. uh, you have a spectator, uh, mm-hmm. you have a loyal listener and then you have a raving fan. Right. And so that's, those are the three that I use mm-hmm. for, for when we have a podcast and most people that see your stuff are spectators. So mm-hmm. I haven't, fo- I haven't developed the email campaigns cause what I was working on right now is putting out my content on social media platforms. So mm-hmm. like our episode or our, our conversation right now, I can take it, chop it up into small pieces, put a nice little banner around it now right. and, nice little wrap, make it look fancy, throw it on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook, all that stuff. And so I have a system in place now where I'm I'm taking time to record it. I'm taking time to cut it up. I'm taking time to redistribute. And mm-hmm. so that process is now done. Now I don't have to spend, you know, an hour to create one wrap and, and you know, like I've right. learned that process so that I can, I can mm-hmm. slim it down. And, mm-hmm. and even get to the point where now I can say, okay, well, what is the value in that? And so now let's, let's focus on, uh, it looks pretty. It looks very professional. I have a lot of spectators. Mm-hmm. How do I get them to become loyal listeners? Right. right? So now it's like, okay, I can make something fancy 
Mm -hmm. does it attract attention so now i'm looking at my metrics right i look on instagram like does it get comments well most of my stuff doesn't get very many comments right yeah (laughs) does it get shares and does it get saves Mm -hmm. they're not comments but they're sharing and they're saving okay those are good things so i have posts that get you know seven shares or five shares or whatever it is so Mm -hmm. now you know okay well that's kind of pieces of content that are that are more valuable let's focus on growing some of that and uh and the next step is like email automation. Okay, cool. Now I have a product to sell, right? Mm-hmm. Now I have a, a, a following. Let's take some of these loyal listeners. Let's take some of these people who've been on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's run and and now let's put put that content out more often. Let's send them an email every time saying, "Hey, here's the newest episode. Check it out. By the way, you want to start a podcast? Here's the course. You know, all these different things as you develop your business. But it's but again, it comes down to like, where are you prioritizing your time? I prioritize mm-hmm. my time first on creating this nice little brand, this nice little look mm-hmm. of our podcast is because right. I didn't need the revenue from it. Right. That makes sense. I don't yeah. need the money from this. This is this. I started off as a hobby mm-hmm. and now, okay, well, let's turn it into a business. So now mm-hmm. I got a little different side, but. So I have I, a question for you about the turning it into a business and, you know, what um at what point do you i mean for me like that's how now i have turned kind of like the corner of it not just necessarily being a business but we got someone to help us promote it because you know i'm in social media so i'm in all the time i'm like i don't want to post about this because i just recorded this like it's it's in my brain like i want people to just to find it organically and we've been able to get a good amount of subscribers just you know on our youtube channel just organically but now we're like okay let's push it but the only way that that happened is when I started considering it being a business and outsourcing that work, because I know I can do it. I can create that video, like you said, you know, snip it up and put it up. But I'm like, for me, that then is my time away from other sales driving tactics, like picking up the phone and stuff like that, you know? So I think that when did you decide or when do you decide that like, you're going to focus on the show itself and not the tasks around it. That's a tough one. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, it comes down to it comes down to um, what I'm giving up mm-hmm. to do the show, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I do I, when I'm doing it for fun. It's, this is my space, right? Like I get to mm-hmm. hang out with people, meet people, talk to them. Right. Like it's cool. Uh, but when I'm here with you. I'm yeah. not with my wife or I'm not with my kids or I'm not mm-hmm. with my, you know, family or, or whatever that is. So okay. you, you, you literally, you know, when you talk about balance, there's no balance. You're giving up one thing for another. Like you can mm-hmm. only be present in one moment at a time. Right. So, um, and I'm okay with that. I, I, me personally, I'm a hundred percent okay with that. However, my kids might not be, my wife right. might not be. And right. so as soon as they, they start getting to the point where like, well, why are you doing it? Now I feel like I have to have something to substantiate it. Like this is, I'm the business bro, right? So mm-hmm. if I'm the business bro, I should be making money off this thing mm-hmm. to legitimate myself, to give myself more legitimacy, right? right. It, it doesn't matter that I have, you know, the insurance company on the outside. It doesn't matter that, you know, I don't have to worry about my bills. I got my, I, I teach the financial algebra course. That Like all that is separate because what people see is this, mm-hmm. right? So I put that, uh, that little thing in my own head. There's no reason why I need to do it, but I put that thing in my own head, Mm -hmm. this to make money, to give me 
credibility to help other people do the same mm-hmm. thing. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So once I started looking at it like that, that's when I was like, okay, how do I run this as a business? And, and trust me, I've thought of a lot of different things. Um, mm-hmm. We used a, a team, uh, Visionary Media, for a while to help us create our brand uh, in the mm-hmm. color scheme and the Instagram stuff. And then uh, I switched over and I started doing it myself. I want to take control over some of the things myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm looking at it as, okay, well, um, do I want to pump money into this mm-hmm. or do I want to generate revenue and use the revenue to grow the company? Right. Right. And so those are the two things. Well, what comes first? Yeah. Which comes first, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, I've thought about it. There's people that I've met on the show now that I, I've I've honestly thought about reaching out to them, like, hey, um, this makes zero dollars. Let's mm-hmm. turn it into something that makes money. Mm-hmm. Would you like to be my CFO? Would you like to be my CMO? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, let's, mm-hmm. let's build a let's build a company out of this. Um, my major, honestly, major, major hesitation with that is building a business sucks. It really does. Right? Most <laughs> people don't understand that. Most people only look at a business and mm-hmm. think of all the glamour and the money that comes in, the fancy art, the party life. Like that's all they think about, right? But right. they don't understand that it takes up a lot of time to build a business. And if you're yeah. going to build one right, Mm-hmm. Then a lot more hours than just hopping on a call and talking to people. Right. Exactly. So when I weigh those two options, when it's like, do I, t- do I legitimate myself, legitimize myself and, and mm-hmm. make myself that business bro and show people that this is where I make a lot of money from. Mm-hmm. Right. Do I do that to justify myself mm-hmm. or do I keep doing this for fun? You know what I mean? And yeah. let, let you figure out that I have those other things. I have a history. You know, I've built businesses in the past. I have an existing business. It is, is it, is it making me like a multimillionaire? No, but it's successful. It works. It's on its own. Yeah. It, you know, it's built. Mm-hmm. Do I want to go through all that again? And that's where, that's where I keep weighing myself. And that's, that's mm-hmm. what I, when, you know, do I automate? Yeah. No, I think, I think that's a question for a lot of people when they, they want to start a podcast. They don't, they want it to like generate revenue right away, but they don't learn all the things along the way that need to be done. And, or, I mean, in my opinion, I'm sure you, someone's doing it out there, but like, I don't believe that you can do every single thing and make millions off one podcast and, and do it all. Cause I just feel like you take your energy out of delivering the value or the message or be, if you're having a, like a people focused podcast like this, you know, where you're talking to other people, like you're not doing what you need to do to prep yourself as a good host. I because think you're trying to figure out like the automation or like, oh, I need yeah, to focus yeah. on social, you know? I think it depends on who you are. If you're like you and me, mm-hmm. we're just normal people. We don't have <laughs> followings of hundreds of thousands of mm-hmm. people, right? We don't have a million followers because we're famous in some outright, right? Mm-hmm. So Mike Tyson has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson already built his celebrity status because he was a f- super famous boxer, right? Right, right? And then he had an infamous phase, right? So he still, in other words, has a huge following. Mm-hmm. If he says, I'm going to start a podcast and somebody's like, whoa, Mike Tyson's going to start a podcast? Well, you're going to get people who want to build that brand and start it off as a business because right off the bat, you mm-hmm. have that huge audience that you can sell to without any extra work. Right. The audience right. already exists. Mm-hmm. For everybody else, for all of us starting at the bottom, we have mm-hmm. an audience zero. 
Yeah, right? And, right. And, and that's not a bad thing. Everybody starts at zero. Mike Tyson had an audience of zero until he started knocking people out. And then he started right. to build his audience, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the point is everybody starts at zero and they think they're going to go from zero to a million in like three episodes. And it, right. when it doesn't pan out, <laughs> they, they, they give up. Yeah, they they're done. Up, right? Yeah. Instead of mm-hmm. saying, you know what, this week I'm going to get two followers and I'm going to get three people to listen to my podcast and I'm going to reach out on Instagram and maybe I'm going to become friends with like five or six more people and I'm going to engage with them and I'm going to communicate with them. I mean, right now our Facebook following is about 7,500 strong. It didn't start off there. It started off at zero, right? Right. Exactly. And, and and same thing with your skills as a, as a host, Mm -hmm. like you get better. You listen to my episode one. It sucks. I'm telling you right now, it was horrible. I right? want to listen to my old episodes. I'm like, I know they're good. They're right? there. <laughs> they're there. They're there. Right? But you become better as you, mm-hmm. as you practice. Same right. thing with all the other skills and all the other pieces that are going to go with this whole platform thing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to grow it, even if you want to do it for fun, like I, I highly recommend that if you're going to build a podcast for your business, you mix in whatever you do for fun with whatever you do for business and find something in the middle there. Right. Right. Because there's going to be these times where you don't feel like getting up in the morning, where you don't feel like doing whatever it is that you're going to do. And if you don't love it, if you don't enjoy the process, you're right. going Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You have to. I think it has to be. I mean, a lot of people are like, well, what's my ROI if I start a podcast or a live stream? And it's like, do you have the passion for sharing or for your community or giving value? Like, what is your core value? This is not necessarily the podcast or the medium that's going to bring you money. It's what you're, what you're doing and what your why is like what Simon Sinek says all the time, like know your why, like, why do you do this? Why do you get up in the morning to that's for you to go forward, right? If you want to actually build a legitimate business, something that generates revenue, knowing what you want is important because it's going to, going but then also figuring out the pain points of your ideal customer like identifying who is your target audience who are you speaking to because i can hop on this mic and talk to everybody in general Mm -hmm. that means nobody's going to hear me and trust me i i was there too at the very Mm -hmm. beginning i didn't know who we were talking to and even now i'm starting to even narrow it down a little bit more at a time as Mm -hmm. i just develop as an individual Mm -hmm. right you know I, i have i literally like literally right here is a list. This is, I don't know if you can see this, this is self-employed okay. male and self-employed female, mm-hmm. right? And these are the qualities. These are the, the age group and, and how much experience they have and what are their mm-hmm. and what are their pain points? Because these are the people that I think mm-hmm. I could help the most. Right. You know, these are the people that are going to connect with me because they're going through something I've already been through. This is in my past. This mm-hmm. was me at some right. point. This was me trying to get started, trying to take off, you know, trying to make some money and and running into wall after wall after wall. Mm -hmm. Right. At some point, I I needed somebody there to tell me, like, you know, it's okay. I made that mistake, too. Right. Right? This is how I got out of it. It's Mm -hmm. okay. I was feeling that stress. Mm -hmm. I I was there, too. You know what I mean? I didn't know that either. Let me share it with you. And so if I can identify who that person is, you, you speak directly to that person and then those people will begin to hear you. Right. Exactly. Little by little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with that. And I think that resonates across whatever thing you're doing, whether it's a podcast or if you're doing, 
you know, you're just online or you're doing writing a book. Like it's all the same basis core of like who you're talking to, what value you're bringing to them. And that's what you have to think about. And also what gets you up in the morning is your why. So, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of it combined. Right. And mm -hmm. then, and then there is no exact formula. Like no. what works for one is going to work a little bit different for the other. What motivates one is going to motivate mm -hmm. the other. Um, yeah. And the, you can the give thing a, that, a playbook, like you can give them a whole playbook of how to do it. It's just a matter of if they will do it. Like we said, like, are you doing it? Are you, well, you know, he, just the other the thing that I <laughs> Yeah. The other thing is I learn from a lot of different people, right? Everybody yeah. who's on the show gets to teach me a little bit something from their experience. Mm -hmm. So many books out there that I've read and I constantly continue to read and educate, listen to podcasts, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is I can only teach you what I know. I right. can only share with you my experiences. When I bring somebody else on, that's somebody else's experience that's being shared with you. And that's mm -hmm. awesome too. But when you ask me for advice, the only thing I can tell you is what's worked for me or what hasn't worked for me. Right. Exactly. Anything else is, is like, well, you know, hearsay. Cause I don't know if it worked or not. I can't mm -hmm. honestly tell you that person, that book, that author, they said it worked. Right. It hasn't, it hasn't worked for me. Maybe it's because I didn't implement. Maybe it's because I didn't do it correctly. Maybe it's because I'm not that personality type, whatever it is, I can only share with you what I've gone through. Right. Yeah. You know? And oftentimes I think a lot of people, uh, try to share beyond it's, They try to share what they want to be, mm -hmm. not who they are where they came from. Right. You know what I mean? Like all Let's you can do is make it. Yeah, if you can only you can only help people by reaching back and, and putting your hand out, right? Mm -hmm. Like you reach forward if there's nobody there, like mm -hmm. you, who are you connecting with? There's nobody in front of you oh, yet. Right. It's yeah. where you want to go, but you lead by being in the front, right? So mm -hmm. even if the person's just a little bit behind you, you can help them skip a step or two. Right. That's what you're doing. Right. Yeah. I think uh, it's all, well, I don't know. There's so many good concepts. I think we've come like full circle with our little, we're supposed to talk about podcasting, but we've talked about so many things, but yeah, it's like giving back first and like, what are you giving instead of expecting to get, you know? So a lot well, of people I, don't yeah. want to think like that when they're in business. I think it's just a mindset or where they're at in the beginning, you know, or, they're not in the beginning. There's some sort of scarcity mindset there, you know? Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm, I'm a Gary Vee fan. And one of the things that Gary mm -hmm. Vee says a lot is you got to be patient, dude. Like yeah. I thought I was going to be a millionaire at 25. That didn't pan out. It's been 17 years that I've been in business yeah. and, and I am much better off than I am. And I know that this next wave on this next economic cycle, this is my route, right? This is my right. run. I'm riding this wave and this is going to be the one, but mm -hmm. at the same token, like, I could trip and fall on my face again. And it yeah. doesn't mean that it's over. You just mm -hmm. modify, adapt, and keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, 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 I just know that I'm way more prepared for this one than I was mm -hmm. in 2008. In 2008 yeah. was the first time going through something. I mm -hmm. didn't quite understand. I did relatively well, but I could have done way better. Mm -hmm. This time around, like, I have so much experience. I am well connected this time around. Like, it, it, it all odds point to your favor, but it comes with that patience, right? I spent right. the last 15 years developing my skills and learning new things and practicing mm -hmm. and trying and failing at things so that when this time comes around, opportunity is going to present itself and I'm going to mm -hmm. kick the shit out of that thing. Yeah. Like you can see, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to make sure that I've, I've prepared myself to do that. 
Right, exactly. No, I think it's, there's so many tools that we have at our fingertips that, you know, they do, they do take time um, to learn and develop, but we're definitely better off, I believe. And, and I don't, I don't know, I guess, I'm not going to like talk down on people that haven't used this opportunity to learn things. But I feel like that if you're not doing that, then there's something else going on. You know, if you're not taking this opportunity to learn and learn from it, then, you know, well, it's a topic. Not everybody's that ambitious, yeah. right? So, you know, we, we can't, we can never change other people. The right. only thing we can change is ourselves and how we react to, to situations. So mm-hmm. you know, I know people, I know some of my good friends that, dude, they're never going to get anywhere in life when it comes to their own personal finances, but they got a roof over their head. They got food on the table. They get to work on the cars that they love and that makes them happy. So right. good, good for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, they'll look at me and be like, I know I should have a 401k or like they'll, they'll say stuff like that. Right. Like they'll, they'll come at me yeah. like that. But it, it even be, I don't even say anything. They just like look at me and they feel that that guilt. Like, but they don't. Mm-hmm. The thing is, in reality, they don't care, right? That's not right. what's important to them. What's important to them is what's making them happy today, and that's cool too. That's totally yeah. okay. We just need to, you know, kind of take a step back and be like, all right, well, it, that's for you. Whatever but if you, you. <laughs> but the other thing is, as things change, you can't complain about where you are if you're not putting in that time to make right. yourself change, right? We mm-hmm. can't achieve what we want unless we ach- we change the people that we are. Right. So, you know, if you, it, there's that old saying where if you got a million dollars, you better learn to be a millionaire real quick or you're going to lose it all, yeah. right? Because millionaires think and act differently than people who are not millionaires. That's how they got to where they are. Right. So just because you have that dollar amount in your bank account mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're going to keep that dollar amount in your bank mm-hmm. account unless you become the person that can earn it. Right. Oh, that's a definitely a good point. Um, that, and it actually brings me up, uh, uh, actually, a question that I have in my head that I want to ask you. So if you had a million dollars right now, what would you do with it? What would be that, the first thing you'd buy? That's funny. Um, <laughs> I turned it around on you. Mm-hmm. I like asking random questions. No, that's cool. So um, if I had a million dollars, what would I buy? Uh, first mm-hmm. and foremost, um, We've recently done this whole activity on, um, well, James did, and, and I learned a lot from it. Uh, we've always had this arbitrary number in our head, $30,000 a month from passive income, from mm-hmm. rental, right? That's the goal that we would uh, want to achieve. Once we achieve that goal, boom, everything would be hunky-dory, life would be awesome, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever tried to spend $30,000 a month? Like literally, I want, it, try this activity your goal is to spend $30,000 every month. So every day you're going to journal and you're going to spend some money until Mm -hmm. you get to the $30,000 at the end of the month. If you do that consecutively for a few months and just track it on a spreadsheet, like this is what I bought, this is what I bought. You're going to realize real quick that, holy crap, I, this is a lot of money to spend. Like I I, literally, James was doing it. He'd get to the end of the month. He's like, dude, I still got like $9,000 to spend. What am I going to spend this on? (laughs) You know what I mean? And so he'd buy trips to like for the whole family to go to Disney World and mm-hmm. either for the plane tickets. And like you literally, that is a lot of money. And $30,000 mm-hmm. isn't even a million dollars. It's $360,000 right. a year. Right? right. So for me, when you ask me, what do I get for a million dollars? I would I would pay off the house that I want to live in. And mm-hmm. then I'd buy a couple apartment buildings to maintain my income that I wanted to at that level. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'd start building and helping other people build their businesses. Cause mm-hmm. honestly, that's, that is what I like to do. Like I, that's mm-hmm. why I teach the course that I teach. Cause mm-hmm. I'm hoping like every once in a while, not all of them. Right. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I have like 150 to 180 kids every year. Not all of them are going to walk away and build a business or a side hustle. Like I yeah. highly encourage during class, but a few do. Right. And when they get out of that class and they graduate, they are familiar with concepts like taxes and concepts like balancing their checkbooks and debt to income mm-hmm. ratios to buy a house. They're not experts, but they've mm-hmm. heard it before. Yeah. And some of these kids, they do develop little side hustles in their own little businesses and they come back and they're like, this is the best experience or the best thing that ever happened. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I thrive for. Right. Like I, I realized really, um, well, recently I'm putting it more into words. I like to win. Right. Like I'm competitive. I like to win. But more than personally winning is I like to be the one that helps somebody else win. Like if I can help you and you achieve success and and I didn't get anything out of it. The fact that you're like, I am better off today because of what you showed me, taught me, helped me with. Mm -hmm. That's where that's where I that's my happy zone. Yeah. And I get in trouble a lot uh with with the wife because i do a lot of things for free mm-hmm. like dude you need to be getting paid for that like you have that much like you have that skill you have that that knowledge why aren't you getting paid for those things mm-hmm. i'm giving away your stuff for free and for me it's like that's my joy mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's where i i love to like see give birth to somebody's ideas and mm-hmm. see their dreams come true and just to know that i was a part of that yeah, I think it'll, I mean, that I, I definitely resonate with that because I feel like originally when I first started, I was like thinking like that, like everything I needed to, there was a dollar amount associated to it. But I've recently adopted, you know, the to inspire a life of abundance in myself, but also others. So if I'm giving and I constantly can give as much as, you know, without getting burnt out, it'll come back to me. And that's all I have to work. I, I'm not expecting it to come back to me. This but is was a different thing, but I just believe it will, right? So, mm-hmm. and so far it's worked out. I mean, thankfully, you know, but. Plain, right? Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> but it works. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's just fascinating to see how, you know, when you switch your mindset into that of giving if you are a giving person that it does definitely come back to you in more ways than one you know not just not just like money but like maybe friendships and how those friendships have changed your life or you know opportunities that you get to experience or vacations that you get to do because of certain people you met or something like that so it's definitely there Dude, I, I like even little stuff. Like, I'll show up somewhere and be like, oh, what's up, Mr. Sears? And then, like, I get, like, a free, I don't know, Jamba Juice or something. And I'm like, dude, that <laughs> even little stuff like that, I'm like, heck, yeah, this is awesome. This is exactly yeah. what I need stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I don't know. That's – that's I've always <laughs> had this thing where uh, I, I've always wanted to be rich and famous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really liked being the center of attention. I don't like people looking at me and being like, oh, look at that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's not what I like. I like controlling the spotlight. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be. I thought I was gonna be a baseball player. So I was like, that's perfect. Like you mm-hmm. look at me when I want you to look at me. When you're when I'm when you're not looking. When you know everything else. There's other people yeah. on the field. You're watching the ball, not necessarily me. It's, that's that's awesome. That's that's mm-hmm. where I thought I was. Didn't pan out though. So <laughs> that's all right. 
here's another medium. Here's another opportunity. It's just, it just takes work. Right. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's the, uh, that, that's the biggest misconception with podcasting. Mm -hmm. I love it. I loved it first and foremost, cause it's a greatest pro uh, prospecting tool. Like you get to meet new people. Mm -hmm. Right. If you look at it like that. If you look at it as this is your opportunity to meet new people, establish relationships, mm -hmm. nurture them, you're gonna win. Right. Exactly. You're gonna win because you're gonna do that anyways. Yeah, it's just a different medium, like you said. Different medium. Mm -hmm. Yay, podcasting! Yay for podcasting! <laughs> awesome. All right, so you got any other questions? No, I'm good. I hope I, I answered. Well. Yeah, you did. Um, I, I'm just gonna like um, the click funnels thing. I think um, you could send me, I don't know if you have like a link or something like a trial yeah. or something. Yeah. You can send that to me. Cause you know, I'm all about that affiliate game too. So I know how it is. Yeah. Ain't no shame. Um, I'll, I'll send you the, uh, the hundred day, uh, the uh, 30 day challenge. That okay. was the best. So, so you get uh, the pricing for, for the whole complete package. I think it's like six months. Mm -hmm. um, you, you get six months and it, I think you pay like two months or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And and then they put you in a 30 day challenge so that you like literally watch videos every single day. And like it's step by step. This is what you do. And it's oh, yeah. just like hold your feet to the fire and get it done. <laughs> I think I've seen. Is that from the guy from ClickFunnels? Russell Brunson? Yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen that. I definitely have. I've seen the emails. I just haven't put my. Like yeah, I haven't clicked. <laughs> <Literally. laughs> I haven't clicked the click on the click funnels. Yeah, yeah, but cool. Um, yeah, I think we're good. All right, all right. Well, hey, thanks for hopping on on uh, the yeah. live. So we had people hopping on on and off, and so hopefully we brought them some value today. Do you have any questions for me? Like, can I answer anything quickly about LinkedIn, or do we'll? I guess we'll cut talk about that next month or june i guess whenever yeah, we yeah we'll, we'll save that for for our show because that's where okay. i get to know you you get to tell me all about linkedin cool sounds cool good. all awesome. right thank you later bye